in Jordan Peterson's worldwide tour, he recorded a series. And one of my favorite episodes in that series is the Put Yourself Together lecture. This is one that is so, so powerful and really encapsulates a lot of his teachings from his first book, Maps of Meaning, as well as the second book, 12 Rules for Life. Today, we're going to go over my key lessons learned in just a 10-minute segment. Today, we'll actually be putting out three podcasts on the Modern Academy, back to our regular schedule, 1-5, 1-10, and 1-15-minute episode. Definitely check out our episode before this one on key negotiation and persuasion skills from Dale Carnegie and how to win friends and influence people. And then after this, we'll be recording a five-minute episode on the current state of the markets, stocks, futures, commodities, and the crypto market. So let's dive right into Jordan B. Peterson's key lessons from this put yourself together lecture. So right off the bat, he goes into basically how humans mark themselves in the world, how we map ourselves. you know, point A to point B, you know, our current self and our future self, where do we desire to go? One of the ways we do this is actually through stories. And it's not just through one story, but actually a set of stories throughout our lives. So he actually lays out this framework of not just seeing yourself as, uh, you know, your present self. I think a lot of people just go, you know, obviously a lot of people pursue present pleasures and don't look for, uh, you know, don't look for future pleasures as much as they go in the present, you know, oh, this donut would be incredible or, oh, um, you know, maybe cheating would be incredible in the, in the moment. And that's how a lot of people go through pitfalls. They don't do what is meaningful. They do what is expedient. And this is one of the key um, concepts in his book, 12 Rules for Life, which is the opposite of what I just said, which is doing what is meaningful, not what is expedient. So a lot of the times, um, you know, we all run through this where we run through an expediency, um, basically uh, time frame where we are pursuing things just in the present, just for present pleasure. And the key here is understanding that not only do you have the present to contend with, but you have future you in an hour, in 12 hours, in a day, in a week, in a month. And how will that you that you have to take care of look at current you? And this is this is an interesting way to uh, kind of contemplate and take a little bit more mindfulness when um, taking action. So, you know, while it may be great to, you know, enjoy the moment and, uh, you know, go outside, beauty, you know, really, really enjoy um, the present and stay mindful, it's also important to realize that you have future issues to contend with. So it's important to balance this. Obviously, you can't be, uh, all humans are fallible, so we can't um, constantly do this. But an important thing to ask yourself is, Will future me be happy looking back on this? Or is it just present me that's so um, in, in, uh, cited by pleasure that he, he must take this action? And this is where Jordan goes into uh, something that we talked about in uh, this morning episode on um, the Dale Carnegie, which is the, the Simpsons metaphor, which is in this episode of The Simpsons, Homer grabs a jar of mayonnaise and a big thing of vodka and starts dumping the vodka into the jar of mayonnaise, shakes it up, mixes it up. And Marge comes into the room. And she says, Homer, what the hell are you doing? And he says, uh, he says, oh, I, I just want to, you know, get drunk. And, uh, and she's like, well, what the hell? Like, aren't you going to get sick? He said, he says, uh, 
That's a problem for future Homer to contend with. Man, I don't envy that guy. So this is kind of the, it, it's an interesting, um, obviously over exaggeration of selfishness. And I, and obviously we're all inherently self selfish. If you read Richard Dawkins, his great book, The Selfish Gene, it, it basically lays out a framework of you know not a lot of people think that uh, your friends or your family have your own best interest in mind, but nobody wakes up thinking, man. How do I make, you know, whatever your name is, the best day ever? What they think is about themselves. So you have to realize that you have, you're the only person that has 100% of your own genes. Even your parents only have 50 and 50, and that's rough. And really what this comes down to understanding is how do you set yourself up for the most success? How do you be positively selfish? <laughs> you know, if you're going to be selfish, it, it, you know, it's kind of like stupidly selfish to indulge in something like vodka and mayonnaise because maybe that'll take Homer 10 seconds to chug, but future Homer's gonna get sick and that will last much, much longer. So it's, it's an interesting dichotomy you have between balancing the present pleasures and, uh, and, and future gains. Whereas, you know, applying this less is more concept always uh, works very, very well and, and also applying limitations. So this is where we move into the second key lesson that I really, really enjoyed that um, Jordan sets up, which is around the idea of limitations, but it comes down to um, basically setting up a dis- disciplinary structure. So on a day-to-day basis, you if you're, uh, you know, if you're kind of deterministic, thinking that no matter what I do, um, it's all going to be the same, or no matter what action I take it'll all be the same. It's all arbitrary. This is what some people get into when they're depressed. And and this is a very negative thing because you have to realize that that's just fundamentally not true. And moving towards things that are more positive, burying a heavy load, doing something that is fundamentally positive, whether that's getting out of your own head and going, go and helping other people. You know, if, if you're stuck in your own head, one of the best things you can do is just go to go volunteer, go to a homeless shelter, go serve at a soup kitchen, and it'll kind of get you out of this rut. Because what a lot what a lot happens is when people begin to think things are arbitrary, they they have no disciplinary structure. And when you set up limitations, when you set up a disciplinary structure, it makes you appreciate things more. It puts you into routine. It, it, it creates things like a, like a good morning routine or a good nighttime routine. I know in, in, at least in my life, when I have a good morning routine and a good night routine and somewhat structured day, it's so much better. I wake up feeling better. I go to bed feeling better. I, I read when I wake up. I read when I go to bed. But when I don't have this, I'm on my phone when I go to bed or I'm on my phone when I wake up, which is, is not good. And it's something that's so important. So setting up this disciplinary structure can be one of the really life-changing things that um, will really have compound interest uh, later on in life. And you know, as Albert Einstein says, what's the eighth wonder of the world? Compound interest. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. So this is one of the compounding things that Jordan talks about. And, and in this last uh, little lesson, um, we'll talk about his, uh, at this point in time, when he was recording this uh, lecture, he was talking about um, all these issues with the press, Jeff Bezos went, went up against something. And he kind of found this, um, this concept where, you know, if, if you're encountered by a mob, if, if there's a big group of people, let's say on like Twitter, or on social media that are going against you, that are saying negative things about you, um, 
basically attacking you. What you want to do is don't don't fight the mob. Don't even don't even respond to the mob. What you have to do is let things cool down. Because even if you if if you deny it, even if you um, you know go against them and say they're liars, it's just adding fuel to the fire. And basically, what he says is, if you can kind of marinate in the weight of the mob, in in really. You can almost think of this as like an emotional thermometer. So let's say uh, you have all the windows open in your house in the winter and uh, your house has to recorrect and the thermometer kicks in, the heat kicks in, goes way, way, way up. And then when you close the, and, and the house kind of acclimates to it. And when you close the windows, things begin to come back down to normal. And this is one of the most powerful things. If you can kind of marinate in the, uh, in the heat of the moment, in the heat of maybe the, the crowd going against you, you'll be thicker skin. It's kind of like putting a coat of, uh, or putting a, a thing of armor on yourself. So, because we know this will most likely happen again down the road. And oftentimes, it's, it's, if you have good intention, intentions and you know you're telling the truth, this is all the assumptions we have going into this example. If you know you're telling the truth, if you know you're doing the right thing, it's important to be able to bear the load of this mob against you. Because nowadays, it's not the same as medieval times where, <laughs> you know, if you had a mob coming against you, it was kind of life or death. Whereas now, it's just a Twitter mob. It's, it's like, is that really real? You know, is is little bits of data being sent back and forth on a social media platform via, you know, in the English language or whatever language you have, um, is, is that really attacking you? Well, not if you don't look at it. So basically being able to, uh, to marinate in it and not respond to it and then choose what you want to do after that. Maybe consult some friends, maybe consult someone who went through this before. And that really wraps up the Put Yourself Together lecture by Jordan Peterson. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. Also, check out Jordan Peterson's podcast, the Jordan B. Peterson podcast. And until next time.